So let's let's start. I call this. Mm, I don't have a good title, but let me call it the falling word. The falling word. Well, okay, you guys are trying to. Let's go to Genesis five. Let's start something. Genesis 5, verse 1 to 24. Or let's take a normal text. Let's just go to 2 Timothy 3.15. Let's just... 2 Timothy 3.15. 2 Timothy 3.15. And I saw my child... 2 Timothy 3.15. Let's go there. Second Timothy 3.15. You guys are going to love the Bible. I, I, I told you the truth. You are going to love the Bible. Second Timothy 3.15. And as from a child, thou hast known the holy scriptures, which is able to make thee wise unto salvation, through faith, which is in Christ Jesus. And it says, all scripture is given. Now, when it says all scripture is given by the inspiration of God, I have to address it from this angle because when we say all scripture, it means all inspiration. Now, does that mean that? Now, there's a big question that we, we, ha- we have to address, and that is, what's the, what, what defines scriptures to us? And we'll address it as we proceed on in our study of the Bible. Because when it says all scripture, what is all scripture? Don't forget, in our church, we've we've proceeded and we've said all scripture will simply mean, remind me, in in, in this series we are doing, we're going to look at demons afresh. Who are demons in this series? We're going to address demons in, in, yes, we're going, to, we're going to address demons again. Who, yes, in this series of the following world. Yeah. We're going to address demons again. Such that we'll look at who are demons and what, what, where did they come from. Now, we said all scriptures is given by the inspiration of God and it's profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, and instruction in righteousness. So that means, and it says the man of God may be perfect and thoroughly furnished unto all good works. Don't forget, he was telling Timothy, he said, as from a child, you've known that scripture. That means you've, you'll be accustomed to the Old Testament books. Now, when we say Old Testament book, we're talking about the 99, the 39 books of the Old Testament text of the scripture. Because as at this time, there was nothing like this. Now, don't forget, just like, so that means in their world, they will have historical accounts also that will back up scriptures. For them. So when he says they've been accustomed, so Timothy has been accustomed to scriptures that is able to make him wise unto salvation. So that shows that all scripture is given by the inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine for evil. And I explained to you that inspiration is, I've explained to you over time in Bible Eminences, inspiration is not that God detected the scripture. This is very key. Inspiration is not God detecting scripture. Inspiration is simply. Theonistos in the, in the Greek, and it's like God breath. That is, 
I was inspired. So it's like saying, I want to write a story now of what is happening in Rochester and I'm inspired by God to write it. So, why is it now? Somebody will now ask, why is the Bible now put in verses, chapters, all of those things? It's because it went through editorial work. So that shows things are cut out. Things were put to make sure the Bible was, was astute as a Bible. It's like saying, we want to release a material now. Those of you that are in our book, I mean, not those of you. <laughs> I believe a, a serious disciple of our church is in, knows how to write. In the sense that, when you write, my work is to what? Edit your work, correct it, we take out some things. And what were you doing? You are basically transcribing my message. But you are just cutting out things, taking out, oh, you see, you know, the way we write now, you don't put my examples in the audios because we are simply writing doctrine. So that shows that things will be cut up just to fit in it to make it a Bible. So does that mean the old details will be there? Ah, mm-mm. So, so is the Bible a perfect book? Yes, it is perfect. Can it be trusted? Yes, it is, can be trusted. Is all the details there? Ah, the details that are readily available for us. So what do you say? But why is the details of the scripture? Why, the, the Bible did not have this detail. The Bible did not, you are not expecting to find the Bible. That we have the, the entire history of the world. No. You will go and do research. You know somebody say, when the, where, 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 where did the world began? That's not what the Bible is trying to say. The creation story of the Bible wasn't talking about how the world began. You will go and do history. You will take archaeology class. I took some anthropology class. They, they, they brought a material to us and they said, this is a five million, this material is five million years. I said, hey! I, I, I said, that time I haven't know what I knew. I challenged the teacher in class. I said, the earth is 6,000 years. He said, that's your Bible. <laughs> so that shows that. We, the, 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 look at something. That shows that it's probably the stories of the Bible. We can say, maybe Abraham. Or maybe Adam, I'm using maybe, <laughs> emphasis on maybe. Their historical facts were dated to that year, to probably 6,000 or maybe 7,000 years ago, or 6,000 years ago. But does that mean they were the first people on earth? Ah, <laughs> no. Don't forget, somebody asked me a question, and I, I really like that question. Is God biased? We're picking the narrative from the Hebrew guys, from the Jewish. Why did they not choose the Yoruba world to start the story? And I told him, I said, that's another concept entirely. And I'm saying that in this series because I want you to understand. When we are looking at God's sovereignty, predestination, foreknowledge, election, we will look at that concept. Was God partial? Because he also said he is not a respecter of persons. So was God partial with picking the Hebrews? And say, don't forget, it's like a lineage that was given to us. Uh, Moses, uh, Abraham, all of them were from one lineage. Like telling us one, one person's culture. Why is it that culture? Somebody say, why is it that culture? <laughs> why can't it be the culture? <laughs> Are you getting what I mean? It just starts, the essence of that writing. And I told the person, I said, the genealogy was to trace something. 
is to trace the Son of God, where the Son of God will come from, where Jesus Christ will come from. That's the essence of that lineage. So that means that God was to come from that lineage, or Jesus Christ was to come. So that means it had to start the writings. Look at God's wisdom, foreknowledge and wisdom. The writings has to start even how many years? More than 4,000 years before the coming of Christ. They started writing, they started preparing, they started tracing things down such that the four Gospels are not story. The four Gospels are theology. Remember I told you theology is the study of God in His promise and plan. So the four Gospels are not stories. So that's why Matthew will sit down. What will Matthew do? Matthew will now start. This begat this. This begat this. What was he doing? He is continuing the tracing to and say, now is the Son of God. This is how we can trace it to the Son of God. So that means when they, after probably the resurrection, when their eyes were opened, you know, in Luke 24, it says he opened their eyes that they might understand the scriptures. They will now see it and say, oh, you are the one Moses was talking about. You are the one Isaiah was trying to talk about. Don't now, look at something, though. Was Isaiah writing in prophecy? Mm -mm, mm -mm. You, when you start over-infying things, you will enter problem. Don't forget they were inspired. So, Isaiah will write in his own word, normally. It's just like that thing we say, if very shall give birth to a child, he was just writing a concept of his own word. We have now inferred it. Are you getting what I'm saying? We, have not, we are now the ones, because we now have the fullness of the scripture, we, we are now in fine and say, the virgin is Jesus. Uh -uh. The virgin was somebody in, the, in his own world. But does he now correlate with everything in the scripture? Yes. When we now see the overview of the, every, the entirety of the scripture, does he correlate are you getting what I'm saying? Was Moses trying to write about Jesus? Mm -mm. He did not know now. He only has a mindset and a clue of salvation. How will somebody know what wants to happen 4,000 years ago? He can just have a clue with prophecy. It's just like we in our world today now. What do we know God wants to do in our world? We, he wants to fill the earth with his glory. So even if it did not happen in our own time, we've already started preaching it in our messages. So even in the next 2,000 years, somebody will hear it in our message now and think that, and think that we were trying to prophesy to the world that we say the whole of Dubai will be saved, the whole of Middle East will be saved, the, then the end will come. Now, that's because we already have a knowledge of the scriptures already. That's why we are saying it. But are we prophesying? It's going to happen. So imagine somebody now pick up this message now and hear what I said now. The person will say, hmm, Ayobes is a prophet. He said it. Yes, am I a prophet? By God's word, I'm prophesying. You, but because I understand the knowledge of God's word, I can tell you this is what God wants to do in the earth. But, okay, it's like saying, what God wants to do with Rochester, God wants the entire Rochester to be saved and filled with his glory. Can it happen in our time? We believe God. If it doesn't happen in our time, is it going to happen one day? Yes. 
Am I prophesying? Why not? Are you seeing it? Am I prophesying? Yes. Will it still happen? Yes. Somebody will pick up this message now. What would they think? They will think he said it 2,000 years ago, right? And it happened, right? That's exactly how the scripture was. Am I looking at my word today? Yes. I wonder if you understand what I'm saying. So when you now see the scripture, a virgin shall give birth in a shayala, government shall be upon his shoulder. It, my friend, <laughs> my friend, hey, why? Told me, he said, pick your septuagint. He, we, we're talking on my birthday. He said, pick your septuagint, check it. He said, all those, the priest shall be, his, his name shall be called priest of you. He's not in the septuagint. I, I, I said, hold on. I carry my septuagint, I check it, I say, ah. So that means the earlier readers, the first century readers, the early church did not see it that way. Government shall be upon his shoulder, his name shall be called. Uh, they, they did not see it that way. Why was those things not added? Remember what I told you, editorial materials? Things were added, things were taken away to fit in because they've now understood properly. Did they do good? Sometimes no. Did they do bad? Not really. <laughs> you, you see why my foundation is necessary? Uh, I needed to make this foundation down <laughs> so that when we start approaching certain things, are you getting what I'm saying? You will not have problem. Am I making sense? Mm -hmm. So that watch is so when you read the scriptures, when Paul will now write to Timothy, you have known the holy scriptures. So that means he has read, he understands by prophecy, he has seen things, and he can apply it to his word. Right? Okay. It's just like now see something. In our today's world, what are we doing? We are preaching the gospel. The same thing Moses did, Abraham did, all of those people did, right? The only difference is that Jesus has come. He has paid the price, right? R right, guys? Yes, but we are still preaching. The same way they preached. We are still fighting wars, only that we are fighting now in our news. <laughs> We are not fighting physical wars. Are you getting what I'm saying? <laughs> so, but, he says, the government shall, so, when he says, so, are you seeing that? When those other writers were writing, all the other prophets, Isaiah, Jeremiah, all of those things, that's why, when Daniel wrote, Daniel said, I understood by the books. That means, there were some things he has read. What would he have read? He must have read Isaiah. He must have read Moses. And he can now say, this is what God wants to do. Then he now prayed. Right? That's what led to him praying. Then the king of Persia now withstood his answer. He had to fast and pray for 21 days. Are you getting what I'm saying? Because he understood what God wants to do. So now, that means, when I see the written word, and I see what God has done, I can say, this is what God wants to do in our world. So what does God want to do with this world? He says, as long as I live in numbers, he says, the earth will be filled with the glory. Habakkuk 2.14. The earth will be filled with the glory of God. Just as the waters covers the sea. Are you getting what I'm saying? Paul explained it. If our gospel be hid, it is hid to them who are lost. In whom the God of this world has blinded the eyes of many, lest they believe the glorious gospel of Christ. He said, the light has shined in darkness, and darkness comprehended it not. So, we are now know what God wants to do. But what happened? 
What we say, the falling word. Now, we'll look at pre... I will take this story from Genesis 5 and Genesis 6 story, narration. As we progress in this series, we'll look at Genesis 3. What happened in Genesis 3? Because that's another word. <laughs> that's where the falling word began. But I'm taking this story from Genesis 5. Alright, let's go to Genesis 5. One thing you will learn to do, I want to read the entire scripture. Genesis 1, Genesis 5. One thing that a Bible student must learn to do was that he must learn to read the scriptures. Look at Genesis 5, and I want you to pay attention. Because if you cannot read, see, let me tell you. One thing I figured out in Bible study is that people don't read. I'm I'm telling you. It's just like on my birthday. My friend friend told me, he said, check the self-to-jet. I said, hold on. We were on video call. I said, hold on. I carry my self-to-jet. He said, go to Isaiah 9. Ha, I opened it. I said, ah, I wish I brought myself to James here. I, these, are, these are the days I wish. Probably as I keep teaching this, I'll bring myself to James. So we'll be reading things. What's the Septuagint? Septuagint basically means the Hebrew Bible, that's the Old Testament, translated into Greek, then English. So that means it was first translated, that Hebrew was translated into Greek. So that means that's what Jesus read as scripture. Just like how we have it as English today in our world. Right? So then, you know, in the originals, in the Old Testament, it was written in Hebrew, but translated into Greek. So that means what Jesus really read was the Septuagint. But now, it has not been put to English. Are you getting what I'm saying? That's what Septuagint means. It's just, the, the, in layman time, we just say Jesus' Bible. Or what Jesus called scripture. So when Jesus was saying, you have read the scripture, or you Pharisee, teachers of the law, he was talking about the Septuagint in their hand. Are you getting what I'm saying? So one thing I figured about people is that people don't read. I admit to I'm guilty of it. All the things I did, I told you, overnight, I read about, about 180-something pages at stretch. I just read it because I needed to understand certain things. And it made sense to me. Now, let's, go, let's look at, and I want you to pay attention. Because all this began, 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 began that people used to skip. You know, they say we're going to read our Bibles. And thank God, those of you in Rochester, you'll be at, you'll be at a greater age because I will be explaining certain things to you as we read. We'll, we'll take a four-month reading plan. I mean, all of, um, all the workers, right? It's not general. I mean, <laughs> workers in training. We'll just... And you people will be at it because I'll be able to at least walk you through certain things. I just say, this is what was happening there. This is what happened there. You, you, the scripture will come alive to you. That, that's my, see, my biggest joy and my biggest, my, my biggest achievement my, my biggest is that by the time I'm dying, it should be that in the next couple of how many years, maybe the next maybe 120 years. I want to live long. I really want to. And I am going to. And I'm going to look young. I'm not going to go old. By the time I'm gone, done, let it be said that, ah, this guy helped us. Not you. Our children, 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 
helped us to understand the Bible. Because what, the materials we are reading now, or the materials we are putting now, it's going to matter how uh, they play. E.W.'s carrying on books is what helped us. It's what helped someone like Kenetegi. It was helped someone to understand what we are preaching today. And he wrote it in 18-something. The, the father and his family. Is E.W. carrying that thought it years ago? What happened from the cross to the throne? Uh, Jesus, this. Those are the books me too I read. Me too, I was like, ha. Ah. The one that changed my life the most was the father and the family. Those are the books that helped them to understand, okay, this is what God did in Christ Jesus, the reality of redemption. <laughs> you carry on. <laughs> reality of, are you seeing it? Preserved into the world. So all these things we are teaching, oh, it's going to matter. It's fina mara. It might not matter now, but it's fina mara. <laughs> all right, Genesis 5. Pay attention. This is the book of the generations of Adam in the day that God created man in the likeness of God, made him, male and female, he created them and blessed them and called their names Adam in the day when they were created. And Adam lived 130 years and begat a son in his own likeness. That shows he has already understood that he's now mortal. So he did not say in the likeness of God again now. You know in verse 1 it says likeness of God. You have to pay attention to the usage of words. You know, in his own likeness, that is, eh, now mortal. <laughs> and he called his name Seth. So you will now see. So I think the first person that opened my eyes to this was Reverend Kingsley some years ago when he, when he had to do a teaching on, I think, right before the Lord, and he gave, he gave the meaning of names, that the meaning of all these names meant something and it led to certain things. And I really believe it is so true. It was the first person to open my eyes to that thing that those things has meaning. And I was like, ah. At that time, I grumbled with it. But as I studied more, I said, ah, it actually made sense that these things actually mean certain things. And I was like, oh, wow. It's just like the meaning of sense. So I forgot the meaning, but I know I'll figure it out as we proceed in our study. So, and the days of it, Adam, after he had begotten, said, was 800 years. Somebody would now wonder, ah. Why were these people living this long? We'll study it too. That's why we want to. That's why this, the title of this series is "The Falling World." Why? why what, what? was it with them? Uh, why is it that it seemed like after the flood, uh, it seemed like people don't live long again? Uh, you get what I'm saying? Somebody said the word. The, God now cut short the 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 the, the, uh, the lifespan of man into 120 years. Uh, or no, that's not true. That's not true. Okay, so now see. Hope you guys have time today. I've been tonight too. I'm not in a rush. Okay. So it says, and the days of Adam. <laughs> and the days of Adam, after he had begot himself, was 800 years, and he begat sons and daughters. And all the days that Adam lived were 930 years, and he died. And Seth lived an hundred and five and begat Enosh. And Seth lived after he had begat Enosh eight hundred and seven years and begat sons and daughters. And all the days of Seth were nine hundred and twelve years and he died. Wow, nine hundred and twelve years and he died. And Enosh lived ninety. These things can still happen again. Yeah, we'll look at that. Another thing will now be. Another thing, wait, another thing will now be 
what you call years in your word, does that mean, is, is, that, is that what they call years in their word? <laughs> Don't forget, we are using the Gregorian calendar. And our Gregorian calendar means 12 months. You make one year. Ethiopia is not using Gregorian calendar. <laughs> are you getting what I'm saying? So we are saying, now, nah, general 12 years. You ought to, your mind has to stretch, okay. What, what how did they So you see why historical accounts does not, does not, but me, now look at me, now watch it carefully. Me, I'm not those type of preachers that will tell you that, that, that will stretch things. I believe in the now that 12 years because I want to live long. So you, if you can be doing the research. <laughs> I believe that people can live long. Do you see what I'm doing with Bible study? When you go and veer into a problem, you would, it is what you believe that will happen to you. That's it. People don't really live long like that. Now, uh, 12 years can simply means maybe 10 years. Now, you have you, me, I want to live long. I believe that people can live now 12 years. <laughs> Are you getting But it's now when we now come to classical, more historical studies, we will now say, okay, how did they calculate years in their world? Does that mean two days make a year? Or <laughs> ten months, or seventeen years, or was their months continued, or how did they? How many years in their month? So you see that you see how many years, how many days in their month? Because so then we can now do classical studies and say, okay, are we on the same pedestal? Is it the same way we are seeing it that they are calculating it? Don't forget, remember I taught you in Bible hypnotics history. You see, you see, do you know why I can teach you this? Because I've done, I've done, if I have not, see, I will not have attended this study if I have not taught Bible hypnotics history. You see, you, you appreciate progression in Bible study. You will really do. Don't forget, how did they get this story? Historical accounts, right? Oral tradition. So that means it was something that people kept as years as in their legend you know we call those things legend meat and say oh wow people really used to live this long in their are you get what i'm saying so that shows that it was an historical document that they've kept in their world yes, are you get what i'm saying so we will now say so is history and research that will now tell us okay as at the time it was written can we really still trace it as at the time this was written does it mean this was really our calendar year, the Gregorian calendar that we are using in today's world. You know, you know, Ethiopia is not using Gregorian calendar. Ethiopia is still in 2016. 2016. Or maybe 2017 now. So, imagine, <laughs> we have. So, you see, when, when Flash movies, they say, I'm going to the future, I'm going to the past. <laughs> I'm just joking. I just have a bias for that that show. It took me on. It took me to. I think it was Reverend Kingsley that opened my eyes to that thing because he likes sci-fi stuff. He's very curious about what was was happening in in the other planets, all of those things. He's very curious. I me, mean, I just didn't care. He's recently I'm beginning to care about that thing now. It's because my friend will be asking me, "Sir, Pluto." So what I say, bro, all I know is Pluto Presido now, Charlie Poppy. That's all I know. So, and then I'm following this Elon Musk thing 
on um, on social media on X where he's doing certain things, and I'm just I'm trying to follow the trajectory of what he's doing because the thing just look mysterious to me. Like ah, so I'm very curious about those things now. So, but it was revelation that opened my eyes to that thing. That okay, uh, uh, to to those uh, planet issue. Uh, what was that? Uh, the sci-fi thing. So I just have that. So so and he too likes Flash. So we used to talk about it a lot. So it was one one. We had a lot of commonalities that we shared. A lot of the similarities that we just had in common. That okay. This is our this is our whole show. Don't touch this show. In fact, he had a he had a site that released the that he watched the show a day before me. I watched my own. Yeah. Uh, so he said, oh, I watched it yesterday night. I said, oh, how? <laughs> I said he just came out today. He said, Oh, they play. He said, Me, I watched it yesterday night. I was just ah. So now so so when we are talking about that show, those things begin began to open our eyes that. I had to. I, I personally tried to dig in much, but I couldn't. I couldn't find much about the writer of Flash because I wanted to know what's his thinking process. Where did he get these materials from? Because they will also go back into the ancient world in those in those in those materials. They can go back to like the pyramid of Egypt. I go back to. Ah, I'm wondering what's this guy. What did this guy study? What did he read that made him develop this kind of script? And I mean, the show is practically ending, and I don't like the way they end, ended it because it just seemed like there's no basis. But I feel like they probably will still continue it later because it's not the guy probably. I feel like maybe he has gotten into a writer's block, or he probably can't proceed more further into what he wants to do. But there's something about it that is not that they are showing us that is not i mean are they also predicting future for us there are so many just like this ai that is happening today i have seen it in flash since 2015 since 2015 that there will be something we will talk to that will give us something i've seen it in flash since 2014 that something will happen like that and now it's happening in 2023 as this is you, you just call it all this a siri you know, it wasn't, I've seen that thing in Flash since 2013. That something like that, you will have a device you can talk to, hey Alexa, hey, I've seen those things. So, how were you able to, I mean, in the technological world, there are things, there are advancements. I mean, I, I used to like these super blondie cars, where she would tell us, these are cars for the future. So, that means, they, they just like there's a projection in the United States, that in the next 10 years, they are going to sweep off all car production should be should be should be electric. So that would mean that between now and the next 2033 now, we'll stop having there will be manual cars in the ground again. Everybody will be driving electric cars. That would mean that there will probably be a production. You know, there's also flying cars. Oh yeah. The cars, this you say you say cars cannot move on water, they play. Mr. B drove one car that moved on water. $500,000. You know, in the next couple of years, there will be a car that will be taking us across the water to another country. Because technology is expanding. So instead of saying, I want to fly, you just say, I want to drive to... 
how to how to drive how just drive on the water to so, so instead of so this one will put GPS I will say so we can just put Rochester to Nigeria for fifty days but because they will include the water <laughs> yes, because they will include it it will be water car now you know with fetching water inside. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just joking. Right? Those things, it seems, it seems to be that some, some people seem to know better than we do in this our world. <laughs> anyway, let's let's read on, Jerry. That's we, we are looking at following word, not the not the progression word. <laughs> All right, so we're in verse seven. I said, leave them began Enosh. So remember what I said. Now, I believe in eternal life. I believe in people living long. No, now go. See, so you must be. See, one of the things I will do in this series is to help you also not to overstretch. I will tell you where to put your thinking limits to, because when you start overstretching Bible, you can enter problem. Are you getting what I'm saying? You, do you see the essence of what, why I had to start with that Second Timothy three, the foundational and how the Bible was really arranged? For, it's also so that we don't overstretch certain things too. So they helped us, and also yes, and it was better. <laughs> so said lived, and he began in eight hundred and seven years, and began. So ah, is it the online? She has to be on this because these are things she really. Is it there? Okay, so it takes that. Okay, it's okay. It's okay. So so. And they not lived 90 years because I'm not releasing this series out. It's not. Mm-mm. So just, just year. So if you like, pay attention. If you like, don't. So don't, don't think you got just got yet or I will pick it later. I just got, I got to be listening to it later. No. So I don't think this will be out soon. So and <clears throat> verse 10. And Enosh lived. And he begat Canaan 815 years and begat sons and daughters. And the days of Enosh were 905 years and he died. And Canaan lived 70 years and began Mahali. And Canaan lived and he began Mahali, Mahalali, 840 years and begat sons and daughters. And the, king, the days of Canaan were 910 years and he died. And Mahalali lived 65 years and he begat Jared. And Mahalali lived after he had begat Jared 830 years and begat sons and daughters. And all the days of Mahalali were 895 years and he died. And Jared lived 162 years and he begat Enoch. And Jared lived after he begat Enoch 800 years. I think I, I, I taught us this in uh, Walking with God. A little bit of this, okay. And you see that those things really matter. Those things you see that I'm doing foundation for you then. And this was Jared. This, this are, this are, this, these things are very vital to our study. We're 962 years and he died. And look at Enosh now. We are getting to Enosh. And Enosh lived 65 years and began Methuselah. Now, you will have to ask our question who is Methuselah? And now, I'll give you a synopsis. Before we get to the synopsis, let's just do some reading. 
I'll give you a synopsis of what, what we want to study here. In this series, right? Uh, how about, let me help you with what we want to study in this series. Number one is how many people were on the earth at the time of the flood who are the sons of God? And these sons of God, I might take a number of time to teach you, uh, who, are this, who are sons of God, fallen angels who went after strange flesh, what about the ancient sources about fallen angels and giants? Who are monsters? These things we call monsters. And I might progress, I might not. I, I might and I might not. I might progress it into who are demons also. Um, what type of violence did the giants bring into the head? What kind of violence did, if you like, don't this is Judas Abiu. What type of violence did the giants bring into the head? Uh, was God promising man 120 years? So we'll deal with that issue of 120 years problem. That is it 120 years that is man's limit on it? Are you getting what I'm saying? You see, I wanted to teach you people why things happen the way they do. But the more I progress into that teaching, <clears throat> I think this is, my, this is actually how to teach it. This is actually how to teach you why things happen the way they do in this series. Because somebody will say, uh, and when we are looking at that 120 years problem, we will, ask, we will answer that question anyway. Um, so something about also, we are the giants after the flood. Were the giants after the flood? Uh, where's the location of Noah's Ark? We'll look at that. Uh, was the flood to cleanse the earth? We'll look at that. What did Peter and Jude say about the fallen angels? Another question we'll answer is, will it happen again? <laughs> How about that? You know, will it happen again? Then we'll, we'll take this as just number one series. But inside this series, we'll just have... Um, inside this series, it's going to be quite a number of work we're going to do, right? And we'll, we'll look at the supernatural world contest to the... Heaven, head, the Nakash, the sons of God, the the. I'm tempted to. Mm, don't worry. We'll look at that. Okay, so you already have a clue of what we want to at least a clue. But I was I can because as I'm teaching you too, I'll also be going back into it. So I will extend the synopsis too. Are you getting what I'm saying? So it's going to be quite a number of work we will do, but just to give us a proper you know, perspective of certain things. I think this, this study will be for serious Bible students. Are, are, you, are you getting what I'm saying? It, we will release this for just serious Bible students and just to help them, at least for now. In the next couple of years, it will be, to be out to the public, right? But this is just for serious Bible students. Okay, so, and Enoch worked with God and it was not. And for God took him. The question, another question we have to answer is, is Enoch still alive? No. Mm -mm. Is he alive in the spirit as a believer? Yes. Just like every other, every other patriarch. Are you getting what I'm saying? Just like every other patriarch of faith. Some people say he's still alive today in flesh. I don't believe it. Mm -mm. He was mortal. He was human. He, he was not a spirit. Are you getting what I'm saying? Ah. Uh, so, and Methuselah lived and hmm, we will address that no, no, no issue properly in another country. Maybe not in this series. So just put a cap on what I just said. 
So and Methuselah lived at 180 and 7 years old and began Lamech. And Methuselah lived after he began Lamech 782 years and began sons and daughters. And the days of Methuselah were 969 years and he died. And Lamech lived at 180 and 2 years and begat a son. And he called his name Noah. This name shall comfort. This name, sh the same shall comfort us concerning our work and the toil of our hands because the ground which the Lord has caused. Now, another question we have to answer is Does God cause? Mm -mm. Causes is simply, you see, I ought to have taught you causes now before this, but I will still teach you. Causes is simply a cause and effect. That is, when it says God cost, it's not God cost. It's just like saying that it is a certain effect of what happened. Are you getting what I'm saying? It's like saying, this is the implication. No? So, what was God always saying? God was only telling people and saying, it's like saying, you put your hand inside your fire, your hand will burn. Are you getting what I'm saying? You know, those things are cause and effect. Put your hand inside fire, your hand will burn. <laughs> so, is, is it that God was causing? Mm -mm. God was only telling them, this is like say God cause human. Go say God cause woman, and that's why you, women are not going through menstrual period. No, God did not cause. God was only telling you, see, as a result of what you have done. <laughs> this is now the implication. Are you getting what I'm saying? So as God ever caused, He can't do evil. You must. Do you see that why the character of God teaching really matters. You must see God from that standpoint of okay, He can't do evil. He can't do. Are you getting what I'm saying? Ah. So all the days of Lamech were 707 and 770 and 7 years and he died. And Noah was 500 years old. And Noah begat. So imagine at 500 years old, Noah begat. <laughs> so now look, look at something. Now let me help your faith. When Abraham was believing God for a child, and he says, Abraham staggered not at the promise of God, who would he be reading? He'll be reading these guys as, ah, ah, if you can do it at 500 years, I'm not too old. Are you guys getting me? Ah. He'll be looking at these people and saying, ah, 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 ah. And you know, this one's nice. It's not as if they were barren. You don't get it. This one's, it's not as if they were barren. Uh, are you getting what I'm saying? So, are you seeing that? Faith, your faith can be built up by what you read. So people are like, ah, God, ah, ah, why was So when say Sarah considered not the deadness of her body, I mean, she, did, she, she was seeing it like, ah, ah, you did something for some people years ago now. Who am I? Just as 75 and be old. I guess what I'm saying. Ah, those things are, we'll look at those things. Okay. Look at Jude carefully. I wish I brought myself together. I'll bring it in the next study. Look at Jude 14. And Enoch, Jude 14, and Enoch also the seventh from Adam prophesied of these saints. Behold, the Lord cometh with the thousands of the saints to execute. Now, you will find this in the scriptures. You will find this in the book of Enoch. Are you getting what I'm saying? Say, so he came beyond the Lord saying 10,000 of his sins to execute judgment upon and to convince people. But you, you, the closest of what you will find about it will be in verse, 
Genesis 5. Just put your hand there. You see Genesis 5. You know, there was no a lot of there was no a lot of account for us about Enoch. And yet Jude is saying, and Enoch also the prophesied. Ah, but all they gave us about Enoch was in verse 18, was he begat Enoch, Enoch walked with God, God took him. Are you getting what I'm saying? But now he says he prophesied. So where did he prophesy? Are you seeing it? So that means they had these guys add the material and was it was referential to their study. Are you getting me, guys? Okay, it says the professor said, Behold, the Lord comments with 10,000 of his saints to execute judgment upon all and convince all the ungodly among them and the ungodly deeds and the ungodly committed and the hard species and the ungodly said that who have spoken to him. And you know, one thing about us with scriptures is such that there must be an intertextual corroboration. And there, there seems to be no intertextual corroboration with this. But wait. Are there other accounts that seem like this scripture? Yes. Are you getting what I'm saying? Are there other accounts and other writers that seem like this scripture? Why not? Are you getting what I'm saying? But is that where he not really prophesied it? No. Guys. No, sir. Mm, please now. Alright, look at Genesis 5, verse 25. Methuselah lived an hundred years. Uh, if you see that, we, we've read that already. And now let's just go into our study. Let's just go into our study. So, we look at, the first thing we'll first look at is Adam's family tree. And we said, to get an understanding of the scope of the number of people living on the earth as at the time of the flood, and personally, hide. Otherwise said, I don't believe this flood is general. And I'm going to explain why. Now, so, in the scope and the documents, you, so you see that. It says, these are the book of the generation of Adam. Now, when he says, now look at something. This is something you must also pay attention to in, in Genesis 5 verse 1. He says, this is the book of the generations of Adam. Hmm. That alone should spark something into your head. That means there's a book somewhere. That a document somewhere. That they, they are giving us, it's like saying they are giving us a synopsis here. Because it says this are the this is the book of the generation. So it's like saying they just listed the tree. So that means probably maybe we don't know. Don't forget this is a pre-flood account. Maybe we don't know. Maybe in that book there might be histories about all these canine, histories about all these Enos, all these guys. Just like we have another one of Enoch. Are you getting what I'm saying? But what did they do? They compress it together for us and just give us a lineage that will help us. Okay. Let me show you something. Go to Luke. Go to Luke 3. There are so many people in that genealogy in Luke that doesn't seem to be... It's just like I was doing a study and it was because of a member of our church, and his name is his child, and he just caused me to go and research and study. And look at something. Go to uh, Luke three. See in verse. Uh, I'll pick. 
I'll pick so I'll pick that. I'll pick something now. Give me a second. Where is the Esli? Where is this Esli? Um. Huh? Esli. E S L O L I. Uh, okay, verse 25. It says, The son of Matthias, the son of Amos, which was the son of Nahum, and the son of Esli. That Esli now, I, I, I kind of did the research. I don't have not found it yet. <laughs> I've not found it yet in the scripture. The name. That's to tell you that. What's that now? That's to tell you that some accounts and some people's uh, genealogy, are you getting what I'm saying? Wasn't all represented in the scripture. It's not you that will go and start if you if you have the headache. That's if you even find it. <laughs> if you have headache, you say, oh, okay, who is Esli? Let me start that with let me start that with that be tracing the, the lineage for myself. <laughs> Are you getting what I'm saying? Okay. So now we'll look at Adam's family tree. We'll progress it from Adam. Now, I I I'm tempted to talk to talk to you about Adam, but not now. I'm so tempted. I hope I hope I don't fall into that temptation. Because that's not the bulk of my soul. But I'm so tempted, but I won't tell you. Now the falling word, not Adam. <laughs> okay, so now. So one thing about biblical truth is that. We didn't evolve over millions of years because I, I told you, I've told you before that in Adam's world, it seemed like other people were living on the earth. We just picked Adam's story and it seemed like the, the genealogy was being traced, right? Because that's, that, that, would, that would obviously answer the question of how did Cain marry? Who did he marry? Because other people were literally will be on the earth. Because how did how did the earth want to multiply that way? Okay. So I mean that's basic for us to understand. So when he says he made man in his own image, male and female. So no other genders, he just said male and female. So the Bible says God created them. And he called them, and he, and he, and he says, he called them. He, he, God created them, and the Bible says, God called them Adam. So this shows an inseparable unity in their kind of marriage relationship before sin entered the world, and so that shows. Look at something. I want you to pay attention. When he says he called them Adam, Adam simply is man and woman. So God looked at them and called them Adam. That is why it seemed like Moses now gave us a pictorial picture that the woman came from man's ribs. And I say, you are looking for my missing rib. It was a pictorial picture to show you that they were actually inseparable. So when God looked at humanity today, he's looking at two people he created and he called them Adam. Adama. 
Adam. So, it's a picture and it's a kind of marriage. It's just speaking for us. And so, it's a picture of the kind of... So, God wants us to, to, to have a place... Uh, God wants us to have... Where we place... Like, just to place him at the center and everything. So, now, he now says in verse 5. I will just read it. Genesis 5. We, I make sure you read it so that you are just accustomed to the story here now. In verse 5, he now says... And Adam lived an hundred and thirty years, and he begat a son in his own likeness. He now says, notice the phrase, he begat sons in his a son. If you look at even the if you look at even the King James, if you are using King James, you see that that word son is italicized. I'm not if you verse 4, verse 3. I'm not if you see that that's son. What did I tell you about King James italicized? It was added. That means it was not in the original. So we so can we take it away and say, and Adam lived an hundred and thirty years and begat in his own likeness after his image, right? And called his name Seth. Can we say that? Okay. Mm-hmm. So you, you see why I like King James because the, the way the original is not you. I really wish I brought myself to James. Oh boy. I'll bring him, I'll bring it next time. So we'll look at certain things properly. Because the words will be very clear from the Septuagint. Now it says he began sons and daughters. Now you now see in verse, verse 4, it says, And the days of Adam he had begat set, he lived an 800 years, and he began, he began sons and daughters. Now, that, notice that phrase, he began sons and daughters. This indicates that Adam, Eve had, so Adam and Eve had Cain, Abel, Seth, and they had numerous other sons and daughters. Because it says, he lived and they began sons and daughters. So that means they had a lot of children. That's one thing you must first understand in the lineage. So don't go and think the only children of Adam and Eve is just Cain, Abel, and Seth. <laughs> I think that's number one check now here because I'm sure most of you don't know. <laughs> okay. So they had numerous sons and daughters whose name was not specifically recorded in the scripture. So if Seth was born when Adam was 130 years old and Adam lived 800 years after Seth, so are you seeing? Who, so are you, look at something. Seth was born at, at 130 years. Who will, Adam, who will Abraham be looking at? For faith. I just get to what I'm saying. Was, ah, these guys were not even banned. It's not as if they did not try. You see, you know, they tried and there was no children. Are you getting what I'm saying? Yeah. That's just over. That's, you see what we call stretch, not, not stretching, implications and um, applications just of scriptures and all of those things. Mm. So if Seth was born, when Adam was... So Seth was born. Seth born when, when Adam was 130 years. This lineage will help us trace something. Pay attention. Because we want to see the... What we're tracing is... Don't forget, we're trying to start... We're we are doing a series on the falling world. We're tracing to when the giants came. 
Are you getting what I'm saying? That's what, so so pay attention. Foundation is always key. I know you just want to the foundation will help you. So that that way you are able to have a proper understanding, you can explain it. Foundation is very key. So now that's so Seth was born when Adam was what 30 years, and Adam lived 800 years. So Seth just so now just imagine how many children he and Eve could have produced. If Seth was born as a 130, yes. So wait to 800 minus 130. That's zero, seven, 670 years after. So imagine even after 130 years. So imagine how many children will have still given birth to. Are you seeing? Are you are you following me? Imagine how many children Adam and Lee will have still given birth to. Okay, now follow because Adam lived 930 years before he died. And as at 130 years, Seth was already born. So now Seth minor, so so and imagine he now still live another 800 years after this. After Seth, because Adam died at one 930 years. So imagine how many children that guy has. <laughs> He's really the father of all living. <laughs> maybe that's why they even took him as D. Maybe, maybe that's why they even took him as D. As the case study. <laughs> he has included the literal the of be fruitful and multiply. <laughs> so he really was fruitful. He really multiplied. <laughs> he subdued the earth. <laughs> Look at that verse 5. So, and all the days of Adam were 930 years and he died. The good thing is, you will still die. <laughs> no matter the 930 years, 1000, you will die. Even if you were 1000 years, you will die. So, just, just this, I was thinking, I was meditating on something one day about the vanity of life. So, I was just thinking, so, we'll build house, we'll do everything, and we'll, and we'll leave everything here on this world and die. You know, those days, but still enjoy the life and do God's work. That's to tell you that we came here for a mission. <laughs> we are all here for an assignment. Uh, one assignment. Maybe in camp meeting we'll find out. Maybe. <laughs> so Seth is said to be born in Adam's image now. We said Seth is born in Adam's image, which seems that to indicate his heart was open to seeking after God. So can we say Adam really repented? I believe it, he did. As at this point, he was very intentional. The writers were very intentional. When he says, and Adam created, he, he, he gave birth to, he, he, he begat a son in his own image. That means, the meaning of that statement is simply that Adam was open to seeking after God now. It's like he has realized his real state that, wow, I am now frail. I am mortal. I need help. So, so Adam and Eve is in a fire. No. That's too far-fetched now. God is not trying to condemn everybody just like that. Imagine living now, 130 years, and not still finding out God. That, is that not a problem for you? <laughs> Are you getting what I'm saying? Now, the question will now be, okay, 
for us to be for them to be able to calculate his age, now just 30 years. This alone should answer that question of Genesis 3. What I was telling to you in in um, in in um in, in um, let there be light, that that place was actually a physical place. But we will take it a step further in, in the future, maybe, maybe as we progress in this series, and look at in the supernatural world context of that story. Because for them to be able to calculate his age and say he's 930, it means he's a true human being now. And they told us he died. So he is not a spirit. He is a real person. Are you getting what I'm saying? He's a real person. Okay. So, but we will now what we will now study is what really happened. What was their what was supposed to be their work and their responsibility that they did not undo. That's what will lead us into the supernatural context of the story. With in Let There Be Light, I'm going to do Let There Be Light series too. Just prepare your mind. We did in series one, we did that they are normal, right? And don't forget, how did we end up letting be light? We said the preaching of the gospel, right? And we said they were human beings, they were humans, and because, I mean, look at them now, they died. What we will now address is what was supposed to be their responsibility. Because it says they should dress the garden, they should keep it. What was, God, what, what was that garden? That we want to look at. That's what we will now figure out in the as we progress in our study. I don't forget what I'm saying. Okay. So he says he began sons and daughters. So Adam working. So he seek after God. So he began. So here again in the same place. Indicates this set. So I, so like I told you, did Adam find out that he he, he did wrong? Oh yes. And who is God? He always a forgiving God because he's seeking after God here. Don't forget, it is his own lineage that even produced Methuselah, that produced Enoch, that produced all these guys. It's the same lineage that Jesus came from now. You don't understand. It's the same image. Luke traced it for us. You know, Luke is very detailed in his own study. Luke had to do a over Sabi exegesis for us and told him and say, to Adam. Matthew did to Abraham. Luke did Adam. He said, the Adam. <laughs> So now, so when Seth was 105, he had, he had a son named Enosh, and he begat other sons and daughters. And here again, in the same place, Seth and his wife had a multitude of other children for the course of, because Seth lived 807 years. Look at it in verse 7. Seth lived and begat Enosh 807 years, and begat sons and daughters. When they say sons and daughters, it means... <laughs> Opo is many. They really multiplied. So imagine, imagine the head now. So let's imagine, okay, let's imagine, okay, he really started from, the head really started from Adam and Eve. They did a good job. <laughs> I, I, just, just imagine, I mean, let's, 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 take, let's just take our study and be myopic and just say, okay, the earth really started from Adam and Eve. Just imagine it. They did a good job. Their lineage did a good job. Imagine living 800 years. So, when is it sons and daughters? 
<laughs> so Seth lived. Seth lived. Uh, Seth lived. Imagine. And, and that's with Seth lived and begat Enosh at 807 years. And Seth lived 912 years. So Seth died at 912. So, so imagine the kind of... But you know what they were doing for us? They were picking out one person in the lineage. Are you, are you seeing what they were doing? They didn't tell us all the people he gave birth to. They were just picking one person and when they gave birth to that one person. So that Enosh now, who, who will matter in that genealogy tree, it was 812 years when Enosh was 800. Imagine, that's how many years before his death. Because 812 to 915 that he died. Now, 807 to 915. 912, sorry, to 807 years. How many years before death? So that's 912 minus 807. Calculator, quickly. Don't stress your mind. 912 minus 807. 105. Okay, so imagine. One, 105 before death. Imagine you, you remained 105 years before you die. So imagine you could still even give birth to more. But you know, are you seeing what the writers are doing now? They are just picking out one person from that lineage who will matter and giving us a detailed story. You will see why this story matters. Okay. You will see. Because we are tracing the flood. <coughs> We are, tra we are tracing something, and we are going something. We are, we are going to the giants, or we are going to the flood story. So we are we are, we are doing a tracing of events. So Adam's lineage continues with Enoch. So that shows that there were different children, but there's a standout that is the one who is. I taught you supernatural life. The supernatural life teaching now will make sense. That one person born of the spirit. Are you so? Are you seeing the born of the spirit people now? Aha, okay. Ah, ah, thank God. Ah, I'm glad. See, it's good to do foundation as a preacher. Ah, because imagine now, after that, I will, I will have started supernatural life teaching just now. Thank God. Okay. <laughs> thank God. You know, that's not what I feel right now. That at least I've done that. I'll, you understand that aspect. Born of the sea. So you see that there's different teachings. Are you saying there are different children? But the ball of the spirit is standing out because they are going to matter. Where, where are they going to? Jesus, oh. <laughs> the seed of the woman. Why, why did the giant came? It's because of that seed of the woman. Oh. They don't want any seed of the woman to bruise anything. Is that Genesis 3.15 thing that they are trying to oppose? I'm, I'm intentionally not starting from Genesis 3 because I want us to approach Genesis 3 in, in incarnation. Not even in this series. I want, but don't forget, it's Genesis 3 that is our incarnation, uh, incarnation pro, uh, arc, dealings. We're going to do the dealings of God, <laughs> of Genesis 3 in the incarnation. That's why I'm leaving Genesis 3 from this. Because it's that, seed, it's that prophecy of the seed of the woman that will bruise the head of that, that is causing this problem. Oh. Okay. So, so we, 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 having read that Genesis 3, we saw a brief details. We saw Canine, we saw Mala, Elel, the fourth and fifth generation from Adam. And we had, and although there were countless children that were born in Adam's image, but the Holy Spirit is the divine author of the scripture. You know, the, the Spirit of God inspired. 
they just picked this for us because God was in his infinite mercy. I will explain these things to us later. Chose to alight some two men, and that's Adam and um, Cain and Abel's story. So you see that it's not, it could not just only have been Cain and Abel's story, Cain and Abel that would be the only children, but because they were twins and they needed to, Moses needed to give us a progression of two, two bonds. You will, do you read Bible in this church? <laughs> yeah, I know that you pass, but Cain and Abel story, two brothers. It's like saying, okay, this one killed this one, this one became the promise, and all of those things. And in the aspect, they, they, Moses has always been that too. Moses writer has been in his in, in Moses terminology. I mean, he has always write to ever head day and night, light darkness. Tree of the knowledge of good and evil, tree of evil. Cain, Abel. He has always given us that two narrative. Jacob and Esau. Uh, Israel and the entire children of uh, Egypt. Joseph and his entire 12 brothers. Esau and Jacob. And you see, he gave us those two, 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 two things. Joshua and Caleb. Moses and Joshua. Uh, Moses and Aaron. He gave us those two, 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 two narrative. And those two, 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 two narrative followed all through the scripture. He followed all the, In fact, such that Solomon, they brought two babies to him. And because of his wisdom, he has learned scripture. He said, let's kill one. Ah, that guy was, said, let's kill one. Let's split one. They say you brought one child. So let's split the child. You know? <laughs> That's how you know who the real mother. You know, nothing like that has happened yet. That guy is smart. We'll look at that later. All right. So, so it began. So, so we understand that. So, we saw those sons and daughters, and we even sons and daughters going two narration. Adam, Eve going two narration. So, male and female too. So, we, we understand the significance of old, the old number of children that Adam had and all of those things. But although canine, very keen in our study, canine lived now 110 years and become Malalele, which lived 805 years. Now, Gerard, who is the son to the born of Mahalele, who was born in the sixth generation, and the name Gerard in Hebrew, ah, it was Reverend Kisti that first showed me this thing I'm saying. And I really appreciate you for that. This was years ago in the garage. That was 2017. And he opened my eyes to this thing. And Jared means shall come down. Jared shall come down. The names were significant. And his generation is very important because we understand that during those days, certain angels who were called watchers were sent down on the heads in those days to God to keep over mankind. I've always told you in ministry of angels, the work of angels were to protect men. They were for men. Angels were created for men. Unfortunately, those angels now saw men. They saw the beauty of women. They saw men and say, and I think I won't teach you foolishness and all of those things. In, in, in so you see that the women in scripture was very are actually very beautiful. In fact, Sarah, 
They, they say Sarah was goodly. Very beautiful. Sarah was actually a very fine. So the women, those people were, so imagine those people were fine babes in their times. So they were tempted. So they were, they, were, they saw, ah, yeah, fine, all these fine, fine babes. So the angels would say, fine, fine babes. You know, <laughs> you know. So they were saying, and they were sent down to watch over men you know, and to do all of those things. But they were looking at it and saying, fine, fine babes. So the offspring that they produced, that they've produced because they now slept with men and all of those things, they now gave birth to what, they, what we call giants. We're going to look at that as we, as we progress in our study. But look at Jared in verse 19 and 18. Jared now gave birth to who? Jared gave birth to Enoch. And Enoch lived 812 years. Now, here we can see that Jared lived 162 years. And then he and his wife had a son. So that means at 162 years. So does that mean that could he have had a child before then? Don't forget that supernatural life story. The significant thing I taught you. Eh? Born of the spirit thing. And who is called Enoch? Enoch simply means to teach. Teach or teacher. That's Enoch. It simply means, so that means the life of Enoch is extremely important. So, what would be the responsibility of Enoch? To teach. So, what, is it? So what was Enoch doing in his days? Are you seeing? So, are you understanding things now? When you say you know what we got, so he's a teacher of the teacher of the scripture, teacher of so he simply means teacher. So Enoch was extremely very significant with regards with the fallen angel story. It's very significant. We regard fallen angels, giants, and the world before the flood. Enoch was very significant. We'll see that we'll see that in a few times. So now Jared fathered Enoch, and the Bible says he begat sons and daughters. That means also. Jared to also had multiple children. But the specific number of offspring was not recorded. Are you seeing it? But that supernatural life, so you see, you have to also go back to supernatural life to now to understand this. But we understand that Enoch was giving birth to by Jared, and, in, in, and Jared lived 962 years. Now, Enoch's story now, Enoch walked with God, and Enoch lived 605 years. 65 years and began Methuselah. So, at the age of 65 years, Methuselah was giving birth to now, right? Now, you've like everybody has heard the name Methuselah, 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 the oldest man to live on it, right? This is 969 years. Methuselah lived 969 years. Now, the name Methuselah means. Oh, you remember it from, from working with God now? No, no, no. Supernatural life. When it dies, it shall happen. So you see that supernatural life teaching will make sense now. When it dies, it shall happen. That's, so you will not be wondering what will happen. Right? That should not be another question. What will happen? Is this when it dies, it shall happen? Or is death? Let me, let me expand it further. Or his death shall bring. Or his death shall bring. That's the meaning. 
It simply means when it dies, it shall happen or it shall come. Put, put slash, it shall happen or it shall come. Or his death shall bring. So apparently the Spirit of God began to speak to Jared and his descendants. And they, I mean, there were prophecies that the judgment was coming upon the head because of the fallen angels. Just like today we are preaching and we are saying, sinners repent to be born again, you know, there's a fire, you know, there's clinical, they too were preaching. And you hear the word I say. And don't forget the word has been corrupted. Now we have homosexuality now, we have everything, we have people, they, they are fallen angels. They are giants. They had mysterious, mutinous, evil beings in their world who have slept with mother. Those angels have slept with mother women and they've produced and given birth. So imagine the kind of children they will have given birth to. Because it's like the supernatural mingling with the natural. And this is now devilish cohabition. Something that is not of God. So you see that God actually is very right. When he puts us and says we should not do certain things, we don't, we just say think they, everybody, everybody always like to say, Shebi, I shall not go to fire. God is, you know, God is always right. He, and some people say he's cause. No, he's always, when he says we should not do certain things, he's telling you, there's implications for these things though. These things will affect you. These things will matter. Thank you, Lord, I say. And because of their choices, they too now did it. Because if there's anything God created, and I've always told you, is that choices. And every man had it, including angels. They had the choice. So it's not as if they were that dumb. Are you getting what I'm saying? So now, so the name Methuselah, that's Enoch's son. Now, who gave birth to Methuselah? You see, it was Enoch. That gave birth to Methuselah. Okay. So that, that's, that's actually even very prophetic on his own. Enoch that walked with God gave birth to Methuselah. And the meaning of Methuselah means when he shall bring or when he dies, it shall happen or it shall come. Okay. So those who were listening and following God knew that when Methuselah is dead, then the judgment of God will come. Now the question, ah, thank God. Thank God. I taught something years ago, and that is uh, uh, the hardness of Pharaoh's heart. I'm not if I've heard that sermon. The hardness of heart. And I explained to you the judgment of God in that stage. And I said, judgment of God is, I even explained the wrath of God. There's another, there's another teaching called the wrath of God. There's a short look of Pharaoh. There's also a short look on the wrath of God, right? And I explained, ah, oh, thank you, Lord. This was old Google Drive. <laughs> there's, there's two Google Drives. <laughs> that one is tons of messages. That's... <laughs> Thank God. Now, when we say the judgment of God or the character of God, I told you it's the absence. I think that's the best. The rod of God simply means the absence or the inactivity of God. That is, God is just quiet though. He's not doing anything again. Are you getting what I'm saying? Okay. So because when we hear judgment in our world, it means, ah, he's dealing with them. No, but it just means something. God is quiet. So it's a, the, the silence of God. <laughs> Are you getting what I'm saying? Okay. So, it, so people that are following the prophecy will simply say, hmm, if Methuselah mistakenly die like this. <laughs> because that's what his name means. 
And he's also a preacher too. He's also a prophet. The judgment will come. Are you, you, you seeing why? So you will see what is leading into the flood. So it means that it was immediately Methuselah died. Are you seeing it now? Okay. Because he lived now 169. So that means he will still be alive when Noah was born. He lived long. He is the longest person to live. So, God was teaching them his long suffering. So, even if the story wasn't documented, Moses must have been thinking, or whoever documented this first account must have been thinking, hmm, God was doing something with these stories. Are you getting what I'm saying? Okay, follow me carefully. Follow me carefully. So, you see, um, Enoch's story, he walked with God, all of those things. Some people believe that Enoch is still alive. Ah, we can say he's alive in the spirit, just like every other patriarch who is still alive in the spirit because it's reported that believers don't die. Men who believe the gospel don't die. That's how we, how we, how we actually lean on that perspective for now. Uh, is when we now want to start arguing, we can now start stretching it. But for the course of this series, let me just lean on that perspective for now. That, uh, like, just like other patriarchs, Enoch is still alive with them. Moses is still alive in the spirit. Uh, Elijah, all of them are still alive in the spirit. Uh, are you getting what I'm saying? How we lean on that perspective for now is when we now want to start coming into proper argument, we can start doing. So many things. That's not my major cause of study in this place, in this um, in this uh, book. So we looked at Jude, right? We look at Jude fourteen, and we saw where um, um, Enoch prophecy, right? And we said uh, we, we 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 saw the life of um, Enoch in those places and all of those things. And it's amazing that why would somebody? Why would they say you walk with God? Don't forget. It shows that in that their time, a lot of mysterious things have started happening. But he decided to say, okay, well, <laughs> I, I'm not going to yield to the negativity of what is going on in the world. Are you seeing it now? So are you, are you seeing the approach? So that, because obviously you, um, fallen angels, things were moving about, daughters of men. So, so you can have a glimpse. So what happened in Sodom? Are you saying that what happened in Sodom and Gomorrah wasn't a new thing? It was a reappearing of certain things. So you see that. Let me tell you, there is nothing new to God on this earth. But one thing you must always know is God wants to have a fresh start. Once there's a chaos, the next thing is order. So that's why the Bible actually started with a chaos mentality. In the beginning, God created the world. The earth was without form and the earth was without form and void. Darkness upon the face. What's that darkness? Are you seeing? Are you seeing that? Are you seeing the darkness now? If I thought you did not even understand darkness, you understand darkness in Genesis six when people started when people started doing evil in the earth. If I thought you never understand darkness, you understand darkness in Adam's story. You understand darkness in Genesis two story. You understand darkness in Genesis eleven. But what has God started doing again? God said, let there be light. He will not raise a man who would try to cure the darkness. Are you seeing that? 
Genesis was an introductory story. So, what did he do now when he saw that darkness? He raised Noah. What did he do when he saw that Torah of Babel? He called Abraham. That's why the next chapter, chapter 12, Abraham came up. What was Abraham's work? Go and restore that order. What did he do when he saw darkness in Egypt? The people of Egypt erased Moses. Who did he leave it to when they get to the promised land? When they saw opposition, erased Joshua. Are you seeing the war? So you we will now go back to Adam's responsibility now. So was Adam supposed to take advice from that guy, from the, from the devil? He was supposed to subdue him. That's our work. Our work is priest. Our work is preacher. He was supposed to subdue him. Because he didn't give the instruction was subdue the beast, the white-footed beast of the sea. And look at how they now wrote it in Genesis 3. Now the serpent was more subdued than any beast of the field. Let me show you. Go back to Genesis 1. Go to Genesis. Go, go to Genesis. Go to Genesis 1. Go to Genesis 1. Verse 26. Look at, look, at verse, look at verse 25. It says, And God made the beast of the head and the kind and the cattle and the kind of everything that is creepy and all of those things. But look at something though, in verse 26. God said, let, let them make it in our own image and let them have dominion over the fish and let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the fowl of the air, over the cattle, over all the head, over every creepy thing that creeped upon the earth. For God created man in his own image. In the image of God created he them. Male and female created he them. And he blessed them. And he says, have dominion, right? Over the fowl of the air, over every living thing that moved on the air. He says, and God said, behold, I have given you every herb, and which is seed and all the day, and to every beast of the earth, every fowl of the air. Are you seeing it? He says, we have dominion over it. Then in chapter 3, look at how the night explain it. Chapter 3, verse 1. Then the serpent was also than any beast of the field. So what was our work? Our work was to subdue that thing. So you see that? I see that it has always been these guys trying to interfere with the interruptions of men. So you look at our world today. You see what is going on in the United States today. I am... Um, homosexuality, uh, this, uh, you see the corruption, I, see, I'm not, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, but you look at the United States of today, you see, you see the ungodliness in our country, you will see in our world you can dress naked and nobody will talk to you, what a world, but you see, what does God want to do, now, is it that, are we prophesying, obviously, because we are seeing it from the world, he wants to start again, he wants to have a fresh start because that has always been God. God is never tired of starting again. So, darkness upon the face of the deep. Ah, uh-uh, Shibi, who created the world. So, you see that those guys were giving us foundation of. So, if I thought you don't even. See, if I thought you want to know anything about the history of the world, though, just know that from the world, the world created the world, everything was perfect. Things happened. Things was destroyed. It. God started again. So, the doctor tell us, okay, see, so let's start from Adam's story. You. Let's start from Adam's story. At least let's pick one character and see it from the Hebrew lineage. Okay, oh, see what happened to them. Oh. Are you seeing it? Okay, oh yeah, see another one in Genesis 6. Oh. See another one in Genesis 11. Oh. See another one. Oh. That was it. That's the, being the story of the Bible. God is trying to counter something. God has always been trying to do something. God is always trying to do something again. All the temple, they will build the temple, they will rebuild it again. He's just trying to do something. 
And you see, so it, because of the negativity of that word, you know, say, ah, me, I'm working with God. I, I choose to be a Christian. <laughs> I choose not to follow. Are you, see, are you seeing that work with God thing now? I'm, I choose to, ah, I choose to keep myself from the negativity of this world and serve my God properly. So we can call Enoch like a Catholic priest of that day, but only that he married. <laughs> are you getting what I'm saying? Like, ah, he's, he was seen as this one, okay. Are you getting what I'm saying? So he was not believed that ah, God took him. I, was like, ah, I don't believe those things. <laughs> we'll look at those things later. Are you getting what I'm saying? We'll look at, we'll, I, like I said, I will lean into that narrative of. Um, is he still alive? He's alive in the spirit. Just like every other believer is not dead. He's only sleeping. Are you getting what I'm saying? I will lean into that narrative more than overstretching it. Just for, just for sanity's sake. Are you getting what I'm saying? Are you, are you guys learning something? So it has always been God starting again. God is never... See, let me, let me tell you something as a Christian. Hear me up. No matter the mess you have made, have a confidence that God is ready to work with you to start again. Never give up on yourself because God will never give up on you. I tell my this thing, I've known this thing even before I knew the scriptures much as I'm teaching you like this. If I met any mistake, I'll just say, God, it's me and you in this. You're gonna, you're gonna bring me out. I'm going, you're gonna pull me out from this. Are you getting what I'm saying? And that boils down into, into the way we preach and raise disciples too. Never give up on anybody because God wants to start their lives afresh. Are you getting get what I'm saying? It has always been starting the world. So that Genesis 1 narration is like, this is how the world has always been, oh, brethren. So if I thought you want to go and trace where the world started from, just know that there was a time. Are you hearing me, guys? Just know that there was a time when the world began, right? Satan, everybody destroyed the earth, right? Something happened, the world began again. Something happened, it began again. Something happened. Are you see, are you getting what I'm saying? He began. So it's now which beginning again that you want to choose. That's why we call. Are you seeing the essence? Are you seeing? Look at it. Now see see that same narrative. They now call it the New Testament writers now call it born again. So where the born again start from now? Genesis. That you are actually alive, oh, but you are starting your life afresh in the spirit. That because that's what God has always wanted to do. Starting it. So that thing I taught you of fresh start, ah, it's foundation. Foundation, that's it. I only just did teaser. Because me, I like building. Anything I teach you now, just don't see it as, even this one, don't see it as, just know that, ah, it might take me some years, I will build on it. Just like supernatural life, I knew where I was going to. I didn't even know that this year that we'll be talking about this message. But I knew that this thing is going to matter. So I needed to teach that. Can you get what I'm saying? Ah. So that's why the New Testament writers now say, Oh, if any man be born again, he's born of the Spirit. He's not born of flesh. God has started again with him. Paul now called it, he is a new creation. So what's the new creation? Genesis. That means he has started again. He says, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creation. Whole things are passed away. Can we say the flood wiped him away? 
Can we say the flood wiped him away? Can we say he started again? Now we won't say the flood, now we'll say the blood. Yes, sir. Guys, yes, you see that the Bible has the same narrative, the same motives in scripture. It's so the Bible, see, the Bible is so so sweet to study. You say, if any man be in Christ, it's a new creation. All things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. Are you not seeing what has become new? You have started again. In that, in, in that same chapter, it says, it says, um, it says uh, he that knew no sin became sin so that we might be made the right. So it's like we have started the life again. Righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. It says, you are team Christ. It now says, look at what Paul said in another chapter. It says, you, he says, he has made you, he has created you unto good works. How did he do it? He fashioned you in the new creation unto good works. So that shows that. Can we say when a man gets born again, the, the flood has wiped him again? Can we say before darkness was upon the face of the deep for him? Before he became born again, it was darkness was upon the face of the deep for him. It was darkness was upon the face of the deep, right? Can we say that's what Paul was now saying in 2 Corinthians 4? If our gospel be hid, as you see today, and that's the light that shined. That's what John was saying. The light that shined. So can we say, when a man gets born again, that light of Genesis 1 has shined in his heart. So if you want to understand how the world began, just know, one day, God created the world, right? It's very perfect, because Genesis already told us it was good. He created human beings, everything. What happened? Human sin destroyed it, he started again. Human sin destroyed it, he started again. Human sin destroyed it. It started again with all these supernatural devilish beings too. They started again. They started again. Started again. That is it. When exactly did was that? You keep wondering to eternity. Just know. Just have the basic knowledge. So they now picked Adam's story. Showed you. Wait. Whoa. We started from this, so everything was going fine. Thousands of years, supernatural being came into the world. They started mingling, flood. They started again. From there again, Atua Obabe, confusion of language, started again. Abraham started another one again. I you see it? has always been like that. Moses took them away, taking them to another new land. Why, why is he taking them to a promised land? So they can start again. They got to the place again. Supernatural uh, giant. <laughs> this life is a problem. The devil also does not stop. YouTube does not know how to stop. Ah. So you don't think that ah, after a victory. Don't think that after a victory like this, boom. Alright, you know, then he goes. They play. Even on the cross, the devil came to meet him there and said, See, if you are son of man, calm down now. <laughs> on the cross, oh. The devil still was still tempting Jesus <laughs> through the second thief. I said, if you are now the son of God, Shabi, come down now. now. Shabi is not, Shabi is finished for you. Not knowing that he wants to de de defeat him there and into glory. So you see, till the cross, he did not stop talking. <laughs> He's a bastard. A big bastard. Genesis 3.15. They don't want man. To fill the head with his glory. That's all.
Butter boots. <laughs> Let's keep studying. You're gonna you're gonna love this. Are you enjoying this, guys? Oh boy, are you guys enjoying this? Ah, okay. My see, my major is see, I want to teach Bible. My major aim is that you will understand this thing. Okay. So Let's look at Metisela. I feel like this is a lot of information coming at once uh, to you guys. Don't worry, calm down. This message is not going to be out. Too. <laughs> just, just be hearing everything. Just be saying, just gonna process it when you sleep. <sighs> so let's look at Metisela. Or should I stop? Ah, we are recording. <laughs> After putting them. You have to even cut, 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 cut a lot of things in this message. Where, where is that? Uh, Latasha. All right. Look at Methuselah. Let's look at Methuselah now. So we said Enoch walked with God, and I've already told you the, the perspective I'm leaning on, right? With Enoch. So I'm trying to avoid the arguments. It's probably maybe in the next couple of years we can start the argument of was he really alive? How did he die? For now, I'm not. I'm not in that mental space. <laughs> we'll deal with that later. Okay. So, Methuselah's life is a demonstration of God's mercy. Now, so look at Methuselah now. We said Methuselah begat sons and daughters too. And since he lived, mm, look at it, verse 26. Methuselah, or verse 25. Methuselah lived an hundred eight and seven years and began Lamech. So at 187 years, he began Lamech. And Methuselah lived and began Lamech 782 years and began sons and daughters. And all the days of Methuselah were nine and he died. So that means he, he, he lived, he, he gave birth to Lamech and it's clear that Methuselah fathered a multitude of children too. Are you saying that these guys had numerous number of children? So I'm sure they, they live to even see some of their grandchildren, grand, grand, great, grand, grand. Are you, are you, are you get what I'm saying? Yeah. So um, remember we said the name Methuselah means when he dies, it shall come, or when he dies, it shall happen, and all of those things. So God called Methuselah alive longer than anyone else by so doing. So are you seeing that the 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 live the reason why Methuselah was alive is prophetic. It's it's because it, it has a significance. Uh -huh. So God kept me. So the essence of even living long is for God's will. Uh, you get what I'm saying? Uh, so he kept Methuselah long because it seemed like the longer they stayed alive, the more they gave birth to the man of the spirit. Uh, you get what I'm saying? That will reproduce it. Uh, it's just my own thinking. You know? <laughs> so God kept Methuselah alive as all of those things. So, and so that means it was extending mercy to everyone, living on it, bringing them. Um, Bringing them all of those things, and um, and I, I want to, I will draw a draft for us, and I will, I will draw it on the board, and, and you, you, you will see it. So Lamech, Lamech also means. Let's look at Lamech. Uh, Lamech means in the Hebrew one despairing. Lamech one despairing. Or, it's from the Hebrew word lament, like weeping. It's like, it's like, the, it's the idea, sorry, it's not, it's not one despairing. It's the idea of one's despairing. Like, in the Hebrew, it's from that word lament. And it depicts crying, weeping, wailing. That's lament. So, it's like, 
we are crying. So that means with all that means that means a whole lot was already happening on the earth. So the, as they give birth to children, they will name the, it's just like today in our world. A lot of parents is now today now that parents give their children names that they like. Are you getting what I say? I like Daniel, let me just give my child. But in their own world, it's like they gave names of what was happening. That's why you see your grandmother's name can be Agnes. <laughs> Dorcas. Uh, your grandmother's name can be one name that doesn't they don't even know the meaning. Are you getting what I'm saying? Or patience. You wonder why are you patient? Why why was patience? But it might be something happening in that world. It's not today now that world has changed that you just I like this name, take. Are you getting what I'm saying? But in their own world, it's basically the happenings of their times. What God is doing. And don't forget, these guys were Christians. This guy, let me not say Christians now. Don't <laughs> <laughs> let me say Christians now. Because the word Christian came in the New Testament. So please, I beg. Uh, but at least they understood God's plan. They understood God's plan. They understood God's promise too. So these guys would name their children based on what they're happening. So, Lame, so when Lamech was born, he's like, Hey, it's getting worse out. <laughs> the pressure is getting worse. <laughs> so it's like a crying thing, a wailing. <laughs> so that means with all that was taking place in the earth, because of the fallen angels cohabiting with humans, so that means it, it's not a want event. It was an event that happened in the span of it for a long time. Don't see that falling angel as just Genesis 6. It was just a one month like this. Angels just came and started sleeping with baby like that. It was a space of a long time. So, so it was it was a kind of despair, and it was a, a deep despair, and and um, Noah simply means no, what was Noah means. Noah simply means those. So we said this one is crying, wailing, crying. No, no. Noah now means comfort or rest. That's why I told you that that uh, menuka, all of those things, is going to matter in our Bible study so much. So Noah simply means rest, and it's Shabbat too. This is also the Shabbat narrative, rest. Okay, you know, I think we did that in Bible Hermeneutics um, series two. Uh, <laughs> it simply means comfort or rest. So those, so Lamech declared for. So don't forget, it was Lamech that lived an hundred and one twenty year, begat his son, and his name is Noah. Right, and Noah, it's this same shall comfort us concerning our work and toil of our hands because of the ground which the Lord has caused. Remember, we said the Lord has caused narrative now, it doesn't mean the Lord physically caused it, but an implication of what has happened. Causes simply means what an implication of your, of your happenstance of what you have done. So, that's what the scripture calls causes. It's not that I say the Lord, when it says the Lord causes, just like when we did that study years ago on um, a short look of Pharaoh, and we said the God really hardened the heart of Pharaoh, and we said no, it was not God hardening the heart, it was Pharaoh, and we, you know, we, we, we address those, those, those things. Go and pick that message again and listen to it. I don't know if it's still in circulation, but wherever you can find it, find it. So, So Lamech lived 777 years, a number of symbolizing completion and all of those things, perfection, 77 years. 
you know, and so all the days of Lamech was 777 years that, okay, this is completion, 777, and all of those things. I mean, those, those things, yeah, wait, wait, wait. So what is in a name? That's, that's another question. What, what, what's in a name? So Noah was about 500 years old. Noah, when he, and he begat Shem, his children. Imagine, the children that he gave birth to, he gave birth to them. Look at the verse 32. Noah was 500 years old and begat, and Noah begat Shem, Ham, and Japheth at 500. <laughs> they don't tell us they are triplet though. Ham, Shem, and Japheth. So a careful study of Adam's lineage, except for Enoch who lived 365 years, who was now taken. They don't know where he went to, and how he died. So some people say God took him to heaven. I I would say God kidding. <laughs> I'm not saying God kidding. Because you have to die now. The way the head is proclaimed, how do you leave the head when you are not Holy Ghost? When you are not Jesus? I mean, some people now say that's what depicts the rapture. But is there a concept like rapture in scripture? That's the, the, the name rapture in scripture does not exist. So it's a, it's a more recent terminology in some years ago that that word was developed. So, uh, well, like I said, <laughs> I'm leaning towards, for this case of this study, I'm leaning towards, is no one say alive, just like other patriarch is in the spirit, alive in the spirit. So I'm, I'm not trying to bother my head right now about whether Enoch is alive or is not. Is when you are on this earth, as far as you are a man, you will die. It's just, it's just simple thing. It's not where the death happened. Maybe they did not record it. They, we did not know. Are you getting what I'm saying? But it's just like Elijah too. They say he just, he just went. So yeah, but <laughs> that way you will, you will obviously die. As far as you are within the confines of this earth, it's, it's appointed that you will die. Yeah, you get to what I'm saying. So, uh, all those things are not. We'll, we'll study those things later, not now. Maybe in the years to come, we'll approach, we'll do a defensive study on it. And so, let, but let's look at basic n- the names and meanings. So that we'll trace it and we'll now look at. I'm sure this is not what you expect. You were just expecting one. Uh, you were just expecting more mystery. Just eat it on the nail. No, it's not. I, I, I. <laughs> just tell us who the giants are. Just, just. It's not like that. We're, we're going to. We're, we're getting there now. Just. So now look at Adam. Let's do something. If you have a note, write name. Write name. Years lived. And um, basic Hebrew meaning. Names, years lived, basic Hebrew meaning. Names, years lived, basic Hebrew meaning. So, put Adam. Put Adam. Put years nine thirty and put man, the basic Hebrew meaning man. 
put set 912 because we want to want to we want to it was Rebecca that first do this breakdown for me and it will matter because the genealogy mattered the meaning because they named their child or their children according to something so they trace so you will see that the 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 the, the me together of scriptures really it was really an intelligent thing it's not something that was just all this document you see together wasn't just put it wasn't a lazy thing let us just put it together job it was a intelligent thing and we must give them kudos for what they did to be honest with you because i don't believe you <laughs> you will just go straight <laughs> just died believe him but you have to get to where he, how did he come where is his lineage from why did he decide to come are you guess what i'm saying uh, those details matter so set appointed I will forget when Rikisli did draft this draft for me, and it really makes sense. Enosh, nine o five, nine o five, and it means mother. K nine, nineteen. And you put sorrow. Maaleli. Eight hundred and ninety-five. years. The blessed God. Jared. Jared nine six two shall come down. Enoch Enoch and Enoch is different too. Enoch three sixty five. Was it three sixty five days? Nah. <laughs> This is not, they, they were, we didn't have a broker led that day, so we don't know about To teach or teaching. So you see that you can easily know Enoch's responsibility on it. He was a teacher of the word. He was a teacher of God's word then. Are you getting what I'm saying? You walk with God, taught people. Are you getting what I'm saying? Are you, are you seeing it? All right, look at Methuselah. Methuselah 969. His death shall bring. Lamech. Seven, seven, seven. The despairing or lamenting. All lamenting. And Noah. 
9.50. Comfort. Rest or peace. So, I remember that day. I won't forget. This was 2017. It was at the garage. And Reverend Kisley said, Man appointed mortal sorrow. The blessed God shall come down to teach his death, to teach or teaching his people death shall bring the despairing comfort or rest. It's like saying, man appointed mortal sorrow. And, or, let me, let me put it in a proper perspective for you. When we put the meaning together, we find the basic extrapolation of the gospel. And what is it? Man is appointed mother sorrow, but the blessed God comes down, teaching that his death shall bring the despairing comfort and rest. Jesus is the blessed God that came down to give his people rest. So let me say it again. Man is appointed mother sorrow, but the blessed God shall come down, teaching his people, teaching that his death shall bring despairing comfort and rest. So you see that the details of these scriptures really matter. And Jesus is that person who did it at last. <laughs> Are you seeing it? So it's quite amazing to think that um, and has it given us comfort and sorrow? Has given us true faith in Christ Jesus? So it's quite amazing to think that this uh, Patrick's were, were just normal people and all those things. Their name actually meant something when we put them all together, especially in Adam's genealogy, you know. So, so remember we said um, Jared was living as at that time when the watchers, that is, when we say watchers now, I mean angels, came down and began to cohabit with women and produce the race of the giants. And it was the father of Enoch, the great-grandfather of um, of Noah. So Enoch was the father of Methuselah, like we said, and the great-grandfather of Noah. Methuselah, whose name shall mean when he dies, he shall come. And we said Lamech is the father of Noah. And it simply means rest, comfort. And we said in Noah's lifetime, God brought rest, comfort, death, and all of those things. And all of, you know. So, so another question you might want to ask before we now take it into, before we now get into our major study that we have been trying to get to, is, why, why it's just a short question. Why, why, why such a long lifespan? Why did they have such a long lifespan? It's two possible reasons. Longevity of those before the flood, and is the, okay, I will give you two possible reasons, and I'll tell you where I lean into. So, there are two possible reasons and for the extreme longevity of those who live before the flood. And they were still very much. So, it's because maybe before the flood, before the destruction of the earth, the head hasn't been too corrupted to that point. So, if somebody asks you why things happen the way they do, it's as a result of the law of sin and death, such that um, the head has now been corrupted so much that the mechanism to keep men on earth for that long isn't available again. Now, I think men have discovered new ways to, 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 to do it, whereby you, you go to the gym every day and 
you can look younger. I think the only thing is it just keeps you younger and fit. That's why it seems like a lot of old people are always in the gym because they don't want to die. <laughs> you just have to keep growing. You just have to keep going longer and longer. So I think men, are, men, men, men is discovering more mechanisms as the days approach. But it seemed like before the flood happened at that time, the sin, sin, uh, sin was already on the head. The giants were already on the head. All of those things were already happening. But was it? Was it? Um, don't forget, rain always kind more rain like hurricane destroy things. Imagine the flood like an hurricane. Like a tornado, you know they call it flood because probably they don't have much information. But imagine like a tornado that will obviously destroy things because it's imagine like an hurricane, a tornado, all of these happenings that that actually went in for at least forty days and forty nights. So imagine what kind of thing it destroyed, such that it was reported that. It didn't, the, the waters didn't leave the head stay at least, I think, about 150 days or so, such that they were that. Are you getting what I'm saying? So just know that the entire, and one thing about rain and all of those things, even with geography, I might not be good, I might be wrong, is that it affects the, it's just like you can't plant during winter now, and um, it's going to die. Things will not really, so it's going to, so the whole head. Went into when we say the word now, it can be in those aspects. Now it has gone into a place where the world wasn't conducive, or the mechanism of the world, or you know, it's just like the sun now, it affects our body and it can kill us. Normal, even if you stay too much in the winter, you can freeze to death. If you stay, you get what I'm saying. So, the world, the way the world has been corrupted into doesn't fit into that longevity of lifespan again. But now, I mean, scientists are researching. There was one man who is about 60-something years. I watched it on YouTube someday. He went to develop something. He, he went to rechange his face such that his face will always look young. Did a lot of medical surgery. Make sure that his face will look young. He's always in the gym. He, he the, the kind of food he eats. He's not eating every food. You know, even the food we have eaten is corrupted. And everything we eat uh, is on from this earth. So it should tell you that the law of sin and death has corrupted so many things that doesn't appreciate the longevity of time. But imagine, as at that time, just imagine in your head, that was the foundation of the world period. As at that time, everything was still fresh. All the grapes, nothing was corrupted. No flood. You know, now the flood has now eaten deep into the root of the earth. Uh, so now, some that's that's why another theory, another theory we say the flood have happened and affected the entire earth. Are you see where they will get that argument from? Such that okay, if it is the longevity, since the flood, if the flood is not, look at another argument which is very valid. If the flood was just in that locality, okay, what of this this side where there is no flood? With what, what, but it was reported that every aspect of the world has an ancient history of flood. At least two, 270 reports and documents has it to be that every part of the world had an ancient history of flood in their world. 
So that shows that the head has been obviously destroyed. So, but research reveals that the flood there was a blanket of a couple canopy of water that surrounds the head and created like a type of a greenhouse effect, allowing things to live longer, heal faster, and all of those things. So, but with this extreme favorable condition, the world now is populated very quickly. Adam can live now than 30 years. He saw half of his children grow up. He saw his grandchildren. You know, now than 30 years is quite... Even if we want to look at it in this world, and say, and use our Gregorian calendar to look at it, that's quite a number of years. So was it possible as at that time? Oh, yes, it was because the head is actually decaying. Scientists will tell you, look at the kind of things we born, look at even all these our fireworks that we are doing. It's affecting the it's affecting the scope of our our weather, pollution. That's why some people will say, ah, we are preserving the earth. They will not be giving us paper straw. We will not be saying, let's recycling things just because they want to preserve the earth. Are you getting what I'm saying? So the earth right now is not in a conducive space for that kind of long. But can it happen with trusting God? Oh, yes. I can believe God for long years long life, good health, and all of those things. Are you getting what I'm saying? But the world has not... So, as a result of those floods, result of the damages that has happened to the world over the years, pollution, uh, rocket science, experimenting, bomb, all of those, those things are having... Uh, those things are having... They will just burn a tree, burn some... Those things are having effects. Are you getting what I'm saying? So, I mean, so Adam have seen Adam would have seen at least a million of his own descendants. But you <laughs> So uh, So the, imagine the children he grew up the children he grew up to fathered fathered a father a father the father a father the father a father the father I mean now you know, thirty years is quite so is, is for him to be 930 years, and he said, uh, if we want to now do mass properly, because they give us calculation, they say, uh, when did they give birth to itself? Let's see. Adam was 130 years when he gave birth to Seth. So imagine, he still has 70, 700 and 800 and something years left. So just know that he, he probably saw almost this lineage. You don't understand. Because that's 800 and something years after. Uh, okay, when they said give birth to Enosh. Let's, let's see. Said give birth to Enosh at 150. So obviously, Adam was still alive as at Enosh birth. You don't get it. Yeah. Adam would have been 270 as at Enosh. So it's possible he saw this lineage before he died. And don't forget, his sons and daughters, so you will have seen millions of people. Now, if Enoch had 800 years, No, we would. Enoch had 800 years. He still would not have died. He will not have been prepared to die. And this one will have been given birth to. So you would have seen most of his generations, and uh, so, um, so, uh, so, we said the first possible reason is the effect of 
the human, you know, that's the law of sin and death, right? That could be the reason why people are not living long. And a second possibility is living longer. Uh, a second possibility of people living longer because of the atmosphere of the pre-flood world was different. Because don't forget, the flood and the rain and the everything will change the world, obviously. Uh, you see, it's just like now, we are about to enter winter, the whole, the whole sky is changing. Things, where trees are drying up. Uh, and you, do, you, don't get, you, don't, you don't get the, you don't get these things about these trees. Nobody goes to cut them down. On his own, it will dry up. You don't get it. <laughs> all the trees will just become a desert. It will just become, all the bushes that you are seeing, are thick bushes, everything. We will just be seeing everything. And it's every so imagine, so imagine the kind of so imagine, <laughs> this is a so imagine, so imagine the preferred era. Are you getting what I'm saying? Things will probably have still been better, and it was believed there was nothing. The reason why nobody believed the flood, let me tell you, the reason why nobody believed that a flood will come was because it has never happened before then. Yes. So why things happen the way they do? I'm indirectly teaching you people why things happen the way they do, including the following word. is because as at that time, they have not. Because the, the real, if you check Genesis principle, how water was supposed to fill the earth was for more than it. Water was not meant to divide the earth. It's the law of sin and death that caused it. It's the, it's the, it's the law, it's, it's because of the sin and the following word that broke the earth into it. We are not supposed to have water divide the earth. What divides Africa from the North America is water today. That's why a ship that can ship your cars and all of those things to those places. Are you getting what I'm saying? That was not the original plan. Originally, what, what, water was never supposed to come from up. Water was supposed to come from down to be like that irrigation system. It still happens, but now it's not coming down. It's not coming from up. That's why it's not, it's not heaven that brings down rain. It's geography. It's going to rain stores up somewhere, and when the cloud is pregnant, it falls down. When it's full, that's what geography is. So, and it's a recycling thing. When the cloud is full, it stores and it comes down. That's all. That's all that happens with rain. But it has never happened before then. So they've not seen it before. So, that's, so nobody is going to believe that. It's just like the way we talk about air fire. And we say, we, you and I know that there's nothing like a physical fire anyway. But the way we are saying it, I will say, if you die today, uh, you are going to attack and you don't live. You, have you experienced it? Exactly. So how do you expect those people to believe that uh, there's going to be one outer darkness, I'm not going to wake up again? They will say, let me first die first. So that's what happened when Noah was preaching for at least 120 years. Let me, uh, let the rain first fall. Are you getting what I'm saying? Let us see whether it's really going to happen. So you see that from that time, things, and it was, and let me tell you, it was seen. So let me tell you, so that means the world is supernatural. It's not as natural as we think because God told us. It's, don't forget, it's not God who brought down the judgment. That's something you must learn in this series. It's not God who brought down the judgment. No, it was a, like a cause and effect that see the world as the way you are stretching this scene, doing this implication, the way I created this world was actually for my glory. It's not going to be going this direction. So, guys, 
This is the resultant effect that is going to happen for this. And that's what happened. So is it God trying to judge them for with the flood that say rain just come and kill everybody? Mm-mm. It was as a result of what man has done that breathed that thing. And the rain fell and the flood came and it destroyed everybody. God has never been a destroyer. It's only the devil that destroys. <laughs> Obviously. The law of sin and death. So, but is it the consequences of man's action? Yes. Just like the consequences of man's action in Genesis 3, they left the garden, the eyes were opened, all of those things happened. It says they will toil the land, women will give birth in sorrow, all of those things. They say, say we give birth like the Hebrew women. There's nothing like that though. Hebrew women did not give birth. Hebrew women healed children. Hebrew women were, were playing smartness for, most, for Pharaoh. That's what they were doing. So it's like when they wanted to kill all the male child, even women were hiding some that feels like this one with the promise. That's how Moses was born. That's why Moses was kept alive. Are you getting what I'm saying? That's what Hebrew women did. Not that they said, I'll give birth like the Hebrew women. Give birth like which Hebrew women? <laughs> Hebrew women were, were disobeying all that. Are you getting what I'm saying? They say, ah, this one has glory on this one. Let's keep this one. Let's let this one know. So as a woman is trying to give birth, they say that it's a, it's a child, like it's a male like this. Ah. Before the officials come and collect it and kill the child, eh, they will keep it. That's why they went to throw Moses inside water. Are you getting what I'm saying? And hid him there for days till Potiphar's uh, daughter found him. Uh, Pharaoh's daughter found him and all of those things. And uh, that's what Hebrew women were doing. So all those things they say, ah, me, I will give it like a woman. Some people will pray for you and say, go and do C-session if you want to. And know that you are fully a rebel woman. <laughs> I mean, you will not feed the pay or take endo. What's that endo? Epidora. You could give it like a rebel woman. You get what I'm saying? These are not, uh, not uh, Kenny. So, but what really happened is that they've not seen flood before. It was, if you read through the account of the scripture, the first time rain will fall will be Genesis 8. So it wasn't something they were prepared for. It wasn't a judgment they were ready for. It wasn't something. It was. It was basically like, hey, what's happening? And don't forget, Noah already closed the ark. Already closed the ark. So we're good. Let's take a break. We'll pick up. We we'll we'll, 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 now have done foundation. What we want to do now is, who are the sons of God and and we'll now look at where the giants and all of those things came from. Amen. Amen. Praise God.